Hello, family. Welcome to the Fearful Action Podcast. And why you should listen to this episode is because you have things in your life that you want to accomplish, you want to improve, and you want to get better. You want to thrive and evolve. And I'm here to help you by sharing my stories, my strategies, my pain, my victories, so that we can learn and grow together. Fear sucks. We all have it. It's not going to go away. But fear protects us. It keeps us safe. But at the same time, it keeps us small. It keeps us from doing the things that we know deep down will make us better. My name is Giuliano Paula, and today we're going to be talking about procrastination. We procrastinate mainly for two reasons. We're uh, lazy fucks, and we suck, and don't deserve to live. Well, that's, that's actually three. Uh, no, we're actually uh, awesome people. I believe you are as well, and uh, we procrastinate for mainly two reasons. We're either scared to do it, scared of the outcome, or we just hate to do it. It's something we rather not do, um, and some of the times we don't have a choice. So we're going to talk about why we procrastinate, the things that we hate to do, like working out, you know, eating better, eating healthy, doing housework, things like that. And also things that we are scared of doing, like maybe confronting a, a coworker, um, you know, telling him how you really feel, or quitting a job, or asking somebody out on a date. The bigger things that we put off because we're afraid. So we're going to talk about how to smash procrastination and become someone who just gets shit done by optimization, consistency. You know, you have your own set of rules which will help you develop a mindset of a person who just gets shit done. So I'm working on becoming that person myself. I was a lazy, scared fuck before, and now I'm just a recovering scared fuck trying to get better. I'm no longer lazy, but I'm still scared, and I'm proud of my progress. I believe I have so much more to offer, and I believe you do as well. You're listening to this now, and you probably have something on your mind that you've thought of today or in the last week that you should be doing and the answer to how to get that done is shut this fucking podcast off now and go get it done and why aren't you doing it now are you scared or is it something that you hate to do or maybe it's something that you think you hate but you're actually scared of and you don't know it yet so we think about things we hate to do Maybe it's emails or grocery shopping. You're always running out of food and I'll do it later. You put it off or going to the gym or eating healthy foods and, you know, things that we're scared of. Sometimes they're smaller ones. Maybe just returning a text or an email that you've been putting off or, you know, confronting your neighbor for parking his car crooked all the time and, and making it hard for you to get out of your car or telling somebody you don't want to go to an event you were invited to. Sometimes, you know, something that may be medium, right? Maybe what's a medium fear for me could be a huge fear for you and a big overwhelm and, and gives you anxiety. But something for me in, in the medium realm would be maybe doing something for, for the first time, like trying out, you know, salsa dancing, which I've tried and improv comedy which I've tried recently as well as strategies to just kind of get out of my own comfort zone right 
confronting somebody at work or confronting a, a boss uh, is not uh, something that's not easy or even a conversation, a tough conversation with your husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend about, let's say, maybe your sex life or something that you're not happy about. And then there are those really big fears like quitting your job and starting a business, asking somebody out on a date, or starting a podcast. I put that as one of the big ones. So if you're listening to this now, it means at least one of my fears. I finally hit send and uploaded uh, my first episode. So when it's um, something that you hate to do and you're putting off, you know, it's important to ask yourself some some questions, right? Uh, do I have to do it at all? What's the easiest possible way? Can I make it even easier? What will happen if I don't do it? Can I do it less often? Can someone else do it? Can money fix it? Do I hate it so much I'm willing to pay somebody else to do it? If the final answer to that question is yes, I have to do it, then do it. How do you become that person that just gets shit done? How do you become a person that doesn't procrastinate? Part of it is changing that mindset about yourself. You are no longer a person who procrastinates. You are a go-getter, a problem solver who gets shit done. How? By doing it over and over and building your self-esteem and self-worth, facing your fears and natural tendencies to procrastinate, doing it so often that the old you becomes a distant memory. That takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not easy. It is hard. It's hard work. But it's worth it. So to make things as easy as possible, you have to optimize and have systems in place and, and maybe have a set time to do it if it's something that is repetitive. Like let's talk about answering emails. Do I have to do it? Yes. What's the easiest way possible? Can I make it even easier? Maybe you could use some uh, templates for repetitive emails. I have about 20 of them. There are add-on applications with predictive text where you can use um, certain shortcuts where you can write an entire sentence. You can learn to type faster. Uh, you can have separate emails uh, for less important things, separate personal, have a you know junk email, somebody stops you somewhere and says, hey, can you sign up for this? You're like, I'm kind of interested, but protect your attention. Don't give that main email that you're using, right? You can keep your inbox as clean as possible. I have a number two folder that I call that I put less important emails to, to answer later. I hit those up once a week. You can come up with your own strategies to to make it easier i only answer emails twice a day so i batch my emails to do it in the morning in the afternoon uh, maybe you have that option as well so that you're not jumping back and forth so overall you're spending less time more concentrated work and uh, and getting it done more efficiently also with a task you hate to do asking yourself can somebody else do it do it can i do I hate this so much that I'm willing to pay somebody else to do it? In my case, six months into my coaching business, I hired an assistant that does a lot of emails and, uh, and contacts for me so that I can spend time doing more coaching, which is what I love. 
And so over time, when you start to do things when you're supposed to do it, no excuses, you start to develop that mindset of somebody who does not procrastinate. It's never going to be perfect, but it's continuous work that is really worth your time and, and efforts, right? When you think about going to to the gym, a lot of people procrastinate, you know, that New Year's resolution that, that doesn't come, right? Do you have to do it at all? Why do you want to do it, right? Once you decide that it's yes, you know, what will happen if I don't do it? You could become even more lazy and procrastinate on other important things. I, I was also very lazy and so not only a scared fuck but a scared fat fuck so asking yourself do i have to do it at all in most cases the answer is yes you know what will happen if i don't do it you know you'll become unhealthy you know unhealthy mind uh, comes from an unhealthy body and it doesn't help you with the other things you want to accomplish in in your life so can somebody else do it of course unfortunately not do i hate it so much i'm willing to pay somebody to do it yeah it's, some people do hate it but you have you don't have that choice and and can money fix it maybe uh with the help of a trainer an accountability uh, partner but you still have to do the work maybe the trainer can come up with you know, a minimal effective dose where you could do the least amount of work and get the most results in a short amount of time. So that's possible. And so when you think about the easiest possible way, how can I make it even easier, right? So it would be less time doing less work, uh, but it's still going to be work. Maybe you can work out at home. So you're saving time, that travel time and parking and traffic right and maybe you could just go for a run that could be a thing that you do often you put on your shoes a 20 30 minute run a day could be all that you need and you don't have to do any more maybe finding something fun so that could be an easier way right practicing um, a sport or swimming maybe playing tennis or group activities playing soccer right can I do it less often? In my case, I work out five days a week. That's just my own choice. Maybe three harder days could be enough, but I do five. It keeps me consistent, and I actually don't hate to do it, right? When you do decide, yes, it's something that I must do, I want to do, you have to think, where's that time going to come from? If you're going to introduce, you know, an hour a day, let's say four days a week, you have to look at your calendar, look at your life and say, where am I going to get the four hours a week from? So you got to be honest and realistic. Four days a week, one hour at the gym, you know, 15 minutes there, 15 minutes back, shower, get dressed, etc. Where are your eight hours a week going to come from? You got to remove that from your life or it's not going to work. What are you ready to take out? You know, you're willing to watch less TV, less social media, get rid of some toxic people and and, uh, and, and clean up your, your schedule and maybe optimize some tasks in your life to buy that time. It's not easy, but you have to think, I've just come up with something that is going to take an extra eight hours of my week. 
So maybe you could start small if you've been putting it off. If you decide tomorrow is the day, make it easy. Make it so easy that you can't fail. Maybe just decide I'm going to go day one is just a walk around the block. I'm going to put on my shoes, go outside, go for a walk and come back, check it off the list and say, I got it done. Day two, increase it and get to the point where you're actually working out as much as you know deep down that you are having an impact in your health and going towards your goals and the main reason you started to to work out in the first place right put it on your calendar so you you have to do it have a visual board a paper calendar a sheet of paper something where you can check it off it's a visual progress of i'm doing that thing that i said I was going to do, right? When it comes to to eating healthy, again, same questions uh, apply. And, you know, do I have to do it at all? Yes. Again, you don't want to be a fat fuck like I was. You know, what's going to happen if you don't do it? You know what's going to happen. You're going to live less time and you're going to live a shorter life and you're not going to feel as good, which will affect you in other ways of your life. And asking yourself, can can somebody else do it? Can money fix it? You know, do I hate it so much I'm willing to pay for somebody else to do it? So obviously, if you have enough money, you can you can hire a chef or you can eat out at healthy restaurants. There are cheaper options where you could deliver, have fresh food delivered to your house. That could save you some time. So you got to think about, you know, what's the easiest possible way How can I make it easier? How can I do it less often? How can I optimize it, right? So in my case, um, you know, when you think about how do I do it less often, I actually do intermittent fasting. So I'm eating once a day. So I've eliminated the usual three or four extra meals that people have. So you think of what comes with that in prepping food and doing dishes, going to get food, all of that, I've reduced it. So that's something that uh, you can consider. It's not for everybody, but that's the way I've found to, to make it easier on myself to eat healthy. And, um, you know, I always keep a, a grocery list so that when I'm going to buy groceries, I'm just picking up what's on my list. So that's part of staying focused and disciplined about what you want to achieve. And in my case, because I want to eat healthy, I have certain rules as well. I don't stock up on junk food ever. That's a rule that I have. If I want to pick something up, like any uh, pop or chips or chocolate bars or cake or anything sugary, I will make a trip to the store just for that. And I'm getting just enough for me to deal with the cravings that moment. When it's done, it's done. So I will overpay for a smaller bag of chips or a single serving of ice cream at the corner store, but that's just one of the hard rules that I follow that has helped me uh, over the years to to stay disciplined. I also pre-chop vegetables enough for three to four days and put them in a large Tupperware containers. I eat mostly same types of food, meat, vegetables, stir-fry, different spices uh, to, to to change up the the flavoring but uh, very similar food so that's just my my personal preference i'm not very picky so it's all about efficiency keeping it simple so that i can stick with a healthy meal plan i also have a uh, 
a freezer so when I'm cooking meat um, you know I will cook enough for five to ten meals and I will uh, freeze it and uh, that that helps me to not have to cook meat which takes longer than than most other foods that I eat so come up with your own strategies of how to make things easier on yourself so that you know you are getting them done consistently you know you've already figured out the best most efficient way of doing things and now is just working on that mindset of you're a person that just gets it done and now you know the the bigger one that's harder for us to to get over i would say are procrastinations that that are coming because of fear a big question we ask ourselves is what if right and we put a worst case scenario what if i do this and this happens and what you think will happen rarely ever happens if you were to chart every worry you've ever had in life and everything you've put off doing because of the fear and uh, you looked at the times you actually did it and what the results were you know the amount of times where the worst case scenario happened was negligible so I personally have a lot of fears and and anxieties and when it comes to trying new things I overthink a lot there's a lot of paralysis through analysis where I'm thinking of all the different scenarios that can happen and I end up not taking that first step right there's a fear there there's a fear of loss of control and a fear of judgment ridicule I, I don't want to look stupid even putting this podcast together you know what are people going to think you know, are people going to like it? You know, am I making the wrong decision? Am I making a mistake? I, you know, there's imposter syndrome as well that we all have where I'm thinking like, who the fuck wants to listen to me? What the fuck do I know? What do I have to offer? These are all fears that we face and we procrastinate on the things that we want to do. So let's look at some big ones like starting a podcast or a YouTube channel, starting a business, quitting your job, you know, asking somebody out on a date, maybe going back to school. And so you got to ask yourself, well, why do I really want to do this? Why? Your why is very important. That's what's going to get you through the, the hard times because it's going to not be easy if it's something that uh, requires a lot of time and, and commitment there's going to be times where you want to quit right so understanding why you want to do it in the first place is important and uh, ask yourself why are you putting it off be brutally honest are you going to die if you do it is somebody going to get hurt or killed what's the worst case scenario what's the worst that can happen and how likely is it that it's going to happen and um and actually think about it. What if that worst case were to happen? Can you handle it? And also, how, do you, how can you mitigate the risks so that it increases the likelihood that you will have a positive outcome? If the worst case doesn't happen, which most likely it won't, how will my life be better for taking that step? And so that gets you back to your why. So if we look at my example that I've been procrastinating which is starting this podcast why do I really want to do it why do I need to do it I, I, I feel like I have something to to offer I'm obsessed with self-development and I think it will be fun to do it'll help me grow I, I enjoy helping others um, and so I've gone back and forth with the idea for like four years the idea that 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 keeps coming back which means I should do it 
and I'm putting it off because of fear. There's anxieties when I start to think about it, right? It's trying something new. I'm overthinking. You know, it's taking that first step. I'm afraid of judgment and, and ridicule and looking stupid, you know, making the wrong decision. The fear of rejection, not being liked. There's an imposter syndrome when you're trying something new where, you know, you don't, you don't really know what you're doing. And, you know, people are going to find out this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. But that's how you learn. You have to try it. And you, everyone that's good today at doing what they did or they do uh, at one point sucked. You know, you can't expect to ride a bike for the first time and you're doing wheelie and jumping ramps. It's your first time. You're going to suck and it's okay. So I have to keep telling myself that. There's a, a fear of uh, making a mistake, right? Uh, that, that ridicule of, of others and embarrassment and looking foolish is a big worry. But if I ask myself, will I die? Will somebody get hurt or killed? No. What's the worst that can happen? People don't like my content. They won't listen. They may think I'm stupid, right? How likely is it to actually happen? It could happen. So not everybody likes what you do not everyone's gonna like this podcast not everyone's gonna listen and that's okay can I handle the worst case scenario of maybe wasting some time maybe looking foolish yeah I can I can and how do I mitigate the risks and improve the possibility of a, of a positive outcome is I gonna put in consistent focused efforts like I do with everything else in my life that I get excited about and uh, maybe I can find a mentor and, con and continue to learn through books and videos and listening to other podcasts and basically putting in a lot of work. If it works out, you know, I will have found something that's productive to do with my time. I'll meet like-minded people. I'll be adding value to people's lives and have a positive impact and, and, and evolving at the same time and having fun. And that's what, what I'm looking to do. So that's my why. And uh, it will be my focus to keep me going through the hard times because I am learning something new. It's a lot of work. And now, now it's your turn after answering all these questions. If you're still afraid, do it anyways. You know, it's time to take fearful action. Take the first steps. Pause this podcast and go take the first steps. Do it now. Now that you're back from taking that first step, or you didn't pause it at all, I have a challenge for you. Write down a list of five things you're procrastinating on that you hate or are always putting off. Take the two that will have the biggest impact on you right now and go get it done today, right now. Work on strategies to make it easier. Uh, write a list of three things that you've been procrastinating on that you're afraid of. Pick one and do it. The one that you know, if you were to wave a magic wand and it will be done, life would be dramatically better. Ask yourself the questions that I mentioned and go get it done. Since you're listening to this, it means I asked myself those questions and decided to do it anyways, even though I'm afraid of rejection and all of the other things that I mentioned. So you could use strategies and, and systems and rules to make things easier but you must take consistent action. This is not just today, it's every day because that's how you're going to become 
a person who procrastinates less. You have to become a person who believes in your ability to do so. The biggest impact over time is building your self-esteem, becoming a person that just fears less and takes more action. Become more confident in yourself. You have to become a person that just gets shit done by getting shit done. So it's all about building your self-esteem to become more confident and continue to smash procrastination. So on the next episode, we're going to be talking about how to build your self-esteem so that you can smash procrastination consistently and get shit done. Now go take fearful action. I believe in you.